Warning, the views and opinions expressed in the following segment are those of the participant and do not necessarily reflect those of the Spice of Life podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Humburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Humburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Humburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac, Big Mac. Humburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Humburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Humburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac Whopper. All right, we're back again to Burger's Drive-Thru. Burger, Mike Russell. Mike Russell, the wannabe reporter who goes after Pat Reed because he disqualifies his fighter at an MMA event for an illegal knee and says in front of everybody he wants Pat Reed's job. How can you even be a reporter when you just took up reporterness in school a year prior you are a fucking flake a fucking joke and a fat fucking loser who needs to stay in ontario and worry about sucking the old commission in edmonton's cock that's all you are i feel bad for cfrn news because they fucking put you on the air you fucking joke and you fucking played into it like you were some fucking MMA god of a reporter. Buddy, Ariel Hawani kicks your fucking ass. Get your facts straight, you fucking joke. Burger, George St. Pierre. The, the undisputed fucking champ. The god of MMA out of Canada. Out of Montreal, Canada. And all Canadians should back that boy. He's never left. He's been sharp as a knife and ready to go. That boy is a firecracker. Choked out that Englishman like a bitch. Because all that guy has is a bunch of fucking hot air, Michael Bisbing. Retire now because we're sick of your shit. Burger. Patrick LaFleur. Oh, my God. Patrick LaFleur. I just heard episode 90 fucking 6 of the Spice of Life podcast. That's the only airtime you'll ever get. Wanting to box us. Second of all, in Alberta, we climb up the ladder. We don't climb down the ladder like in Quebec. Hey, take a note, fancy fancy out there. Your Quebecers over here seem to think that us Albertans go down. We climb up, buddy. We climb up and we climb over obstacles. You were nothing but a fucking obstacle. Who is the guy in the locker room that helped you out on your fight with Parwez, you idiot? Who was the guy that you went up to my boys and said, thank you for the coaching at the end of the fight, you fucking floozy? You fucking come and talk so much shit about me and my family, about being the face of boxing. At least we're the face of something. You're the face of the fucking canvas, you fucking bitch. Burger, the bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder. Oh, my God. There we go. Amateur boxing coaches, take note. Watch TV. The next thing we see in the heavyweights in amateur boxing is flail your arms like a crazy fucker. That guy can't throw a straight punch of his life dependent on it. That windmill punches are the next upcoming thing other than the fucking Mayweather shoulder roll we see all these fighters doing. Next, it'll be the Deontay Wilder windmill. Look the fuck out. Burger, Keegan Oliver. Motherfucker, all we got to say is hide. Hide some more. Come box a fucking trash can and go hide some more behind your coat. Vin, where are you, man? Put the money up. Put the money up. We want a main card knockout against a Dakata guy. Because you know what? You guys are a joke. Dakata, fuck, who the fuck are they? They fucking are garbage. Look at their guy. It's a WWE promotion in Calgary because that's all they have. Come on, Keegan. Sign the fucking contract. Get the fuck up here, and let's fucking make this happen. Burger. Manny Montreal. Holy mother. Let me buy my cheeseburger right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Manny Montreal. You're a fucking keyboard warrior god. Your fucking buddy, I would honestly take you more serious if you dropped fucking 50 pounds and went to a fucking boxing gym instead of sitting on the chairs watching. Don't ever talk about Steve Claggett, the fucking champ. Who the fuck are you, buddy? You're a fucking internet 
fucking guru. That's what you are. Run your mouth, never been in the ring, and you know oh so much about fucking boxing and violent sports. Buddy, guess what? Harry Potter has your fucking name. You need to go back to the Harry Potter books and read it. And guess what? Nine times, ten times, Steve Clay gets the fucking champ. Now suck it, motherfucker. Burger, eye of the tiger management. Run and hide. Hide from the boogeyman. Hide from Ryan Ford. Hide from Steve Cleggett. Sign the money. Sign the money fights, guys. Sign the money fights. You can only protect your guys so long before the West comes looking. The West fuels the East. Remember that. You guys take our oil. We do equalization payments. So how about we equalization some fucking fighters downtown? Let's come on to Edmonton, I the tagger, sign the papers, and let's fucking get it on. We're going to do two more. Burger, Marshall Boxing. Marshall Boxing. Matt Marshall. Matt Marshall called me and said, oh, I'm so mad you called me the fucking spa lady of boxing. You know what, buddy? You are the spa lady of boxing. When your own guys can't even fucking street fight. Let me tell you, buddy, you're training boxing and you don't have a boxing ring. How is that fucking possible? That should not be allowed. Have a Alberta boxing. Pick up the phone. Start phoning these gyms with no ring and tell them. Matt Marshall, I'll rent you one. I got fucking two in my gym. Burger. You brought up the Dakota earlier. So we're going to bring up. The person that the Fan 960 dubbed Mr. Boxing, Michael Short. Michael Short? Who the fuck is that? I've been in boxing fucking 15 years. Only seen that guy. Was he a CFL guy? Who the fuck's Michael Short? That's the guy that cries all the time on the TV? That little bitch. Buddy, you're not the face of boxing. You're the face of a joke. You've never boxed probably ever. You probably did a couple karate tournaments. Maybe did some jujitsu. Who the fuck knows? Michael Short? Edmonton people don't know who the fuck you are. And no one really gives a fuck. You have fucking trash. You are trash. Buddy, if you were any type of promotion, you'd be like KO Boxing. Prime, pristine, with the best athletes. But you're not. So good luck on that. Okay? Good luck. That's all we got today. Sign it off, Burger. Yeah, this is Burger from Santoro's Boxing Gym in Edmonton. And I'm out. This is Jelena Marjanovich, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. Well, we're probably going to settle down a little bit after that fucking burgers drive through with Lino Santoro. What a fucking crazy person. Yeah, he is crazy. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, was, uh, there was a lot of fights that happened on the weekend, so I guess we should probably mm-hmm. talk about them. Did you see the Deontay Wilder fight? Yes. The whole, what was it, one, one round of it? <laughs> One round, he just stormed across there and murked that dude. I'm sorry, but who was that guy? No idea. Like, what the hell? That was like, he like, totally clowned that guy. I've never seen um, clowning like that in a, in a matchup, ever. Like, And I've seen some pretty bad ones. That was crazy. Like The first knockdown was good. Like It was a one-two right down the pipe. And then he just went fucking street on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throwing on. Throwing crazy. I'm surprised the referee didn't call it after the first knockdown. That guy was fucked up. Yeah, he was fine. I, well, I mean, I don't, he was not fine because he, he got knocked down ten seconds later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, but the third one was bad. I mean, his legs are bent backwards. He fell down. Looked like he was doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully he's all right. Um, obviously, the fight in the heavyweight division to make is Anthony Joshua versus Wilder. Yeah. No shit. Brad yeah. Switzer made a post the other day that he making a case that Anthony Joshua is more famous than Deontay Wilder. Who fucking actually gives two shits? Let's just see him fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the one yeah exactly like i mean and that's and it would still be good i mean he's got a uh wilder's got a fan base still here you know and um joshua's got a huge one in the uk so that that matchup if it happens my guess would be it'll take place over in england somewhere of course it will like you're getting ninety thousand seat stadiums filling up to watch joshua over there why would you come to america and do it in you know, a 30,000 square foot arena in Vegas doesn't make sense. So the, the major difference between these things, yes, Anthony Joshua is selling out a 90,000 seat stadium, but he's not getting pay-per-view buys where Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder gets pay-per-view buys and sells out a 14,000 seats arena. So at the end of the day, like they make more money off of pay-per-views than they do off of seats. Like there's a limited amount of seats. There's unlimited amount of pay-per-views that they can sell. So yeah, well, no shit. And I mean, I don't want to be sitting up in a, you know, nosebleed section where you look at them and they look like two ants boxing, and you're watching it on a big screen. I mean, yes, it, it's always nice being at a sporting event live, no matter where you are. It's still cool because you can see it and the electricity's there, whatever else. But like uh, uh, watching fights, if you're not in the first 20, 20 rows, you might as well watch it at home. <laughs> Right. The only the only time I like going to watch fights live is usually at KO Boxing because I get to I'm right at the ring. But again, because you're within the first twenty <laughs> rows, so like, there you go. If I have to purchase a seat and I know I'm not going to buy a fucking table because they're thousands of dollars, I'm not going to buy a front row seat. I might as well just stay home and watch it because you get at home, you get every view, you get instant yeah. replay, you get stupid fucks talking on the thing that entertain you like Joe Rogan and. DC who talk over each other and sound stupid on pay-per-views like it's fantastic if you don't want to listen to them you shut the fucking sound off and you listen to something else I I like and I like it that there's not a bunch of fucking drunk morons running around that's probably one of the best ones the one feature I'd like to see from from TV pay-per-view something and I don't think it would be that hard is exactly what you said it would be nice if you could just you know click on the bottom of your screen and be like turn off commentator audio click like and then listen to the to the crack because i still i don't want to watch a fight on mute you know i want to hear that big sound when he gets head kicked you know and 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 still get all that i want to hear the corners talking between rounds but i don't want to hear the guys talking over the cornerman and 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 hearing that that speech back and forth it's like because that's for me i enjoy that that would be a feature that i'd like to see on tv pay-per-view somehow someday Make it happen, Tanner. You're the technologically gifted one here. It wouldn't Not be me. hard. It'd, it'd literally be putting in a line that they could they could switch. Like it's just an option. Shut these yeah. morons off, or leave Joe Rogan on and shut DC and John Anik off because they suck. <laughs> it's just your Joe Rogan talking to himself for three hours. You don't hear anything else that the other guys are saying. <laughs> hey, I, I watched a hard knocks thing on the Fight Network where the commentating was terrible. So I shut the commentary off and I turned on a, a Rogan podcast. I enjoyed the fights way more because I had to pay attention to what the fuck was going on. But at the same time, I was laughing because Joe Rogan's a crazy fucker. That's what your wife should do. Take pictures of you while you're listening to a podcast. That way then you'd be smiling in some of your photos because not for the photo, but just in general. Well, I, I guess maybe. <laughs> It's just like fuck off. You hear a picture and you just, you just. You, why don't you ever smile for your what's, wife? What's the point? <laughs> wow. Re- You're re- angry. Realistically, what what's gonna happen if I smile? I get a thank you and what? Oh, th- thanks for smiling. I'm still gonna get laid. Like nothing else is gonna change. That's true. I'm I'm not a super smiley guy. Um, if you know me, you know when I'm in a good mood and you know when I'm in a, when I'm in a bad mood. That is true. That is easy to differentiate between the two. If I'm joking around and calling you names, I'm usually in a good mood. If I'm not joking around and calling you names and telling you I'm going to kill you, I'm usually in a bad mood. Have you told anybody recently that you're going to kill them? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head, maybe. Oh. Who did I say I was going to kill? Hutterites? No. Oh, yeah, that fucking <laughs> that dummy. Yeah, well, I don't think I use the words death in that. I think I use the words cut your face off and shove it up your ass or something like that. 
I I can see how those are different. Sure. Maybe maybe the person would have died from bleeding out from getting fucking skinned. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. There was also some other exciting matchups this weekend. Yeah, we had the the greatest of all time in MMA comeback, George St. Pierre versus Michael the Count Bisbing. I got to say right off the hop, I'm a Bisbing fan. So am I. Like... Have you ever looked of a, at a picture of Michael Bisbing from The Ultimate Fighter and then put it beside him now? Like, yeah, he was like a decent-looking dude on Ultimate Fighter. Now he's a he's a battle-hardened, warrior-looking type dude with cuts all his face. And he still had less less uh, cuts on his face than John Wayne Parr, but I think John Wayne still looks – he's got a better surgeon maybe. I don't know. His face looks like a bunch of ba- smashed assholes. Like, <laughs> it's bad. He's scary-looking now. Like, yeah. When he looks at you, the one eye is fucked because it's filled with oil and he can't see out of it. That's another thing we gotta say. Is this motherfucker fought with one eye? He's like he's like a um uh oh frick, why can't I think of his name now? Um Oh shit. Brazilian. It's really and, and him and him and um Bisbing always got into it. Um fuck me. Brazilian MMA guy, yeah, yeah, MMA guy, Vanderlei Silva. There you go. His face is bad. <laughs> He's got a beat up face. Well, he had plastic surgery on it, made it look worse. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, Bisbing's Bisbing's been through through hell and back f- with his fighting career. Hey man, so, he's been in the UFC for I don't even know how long, like over fifteen years. He has the most fights in UFC history or the most wins. Um, he just recently got a title shot against Luke Rockhold on two weeks' notice as he was on a movie set, walked into that fight, knocked Luke Rockhold out, took a grudge match against Dan Anderson. I don't actually think he won that fight, but he pulled it out in the judges' eyes, so we'll give it to him. And then he took on the greatest of all time, George St. Pierre. Mm-hmm. I, I don't normally throw that word out there, greatest of all time, but George St. Pierre is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. Hands mm-hmm. down. And, like, that George St. Pierre that we've seen fight Michael Bisming. Whew, that's w- scary. Wasn't even the best George St. Pierre. He was slower. He gassed out in the fucking second round. And his takedowns weren't as, weren't as impressive as they used to be. Like, he struggled <laughs> to take Michael Bisming down. Where at 170 pounds four years ago, he was slamming dudes. Yeah, Nobody but he's also slamming dudes that are way smaller than than Bisbing. Bisbing's got good takedown defense too, so it's not like you know, it's not like he was just not able to do it, and he still took him down. Yeah, I understand that you don't know anything about wrestling or jujitsu, but like if you watch George St. Pierre from TKO, that's the best George St. Pierre of all time. When he was in TKO. He came, he came to the UFC. He marked a few dudes right in a row. He lost to Matt Hughes, beat Matt Hughes, and then he got gun-shy after he lost to Matt Serra. Mm-hmm. So when he lost to Matt Serra, he came back. He beat the fucking shit out of Matt Serra, and then he went on this, this big thing of, I'm going to fight to keep the belt, not, not fight to win, right? Like, so he, 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 he was boring. But the, I, I like the George that we've seen. But I think if he goes back to 170 pounds, it'll be a better version. Because I don't think that's the best version we've ever seen of him. I just want to know what weight him and um, Conor McGregor are going to fight at. Well, <laughs> you know, originally, like originally that fight, like George was going to go down to 155 to fight Conor for the title. Now, how amazing would it be if George went down to 170, beat the shit out of Tyron Woodley, and then said, fuck it, I got the middleweight belt, the welterweight belt, I'll go get the lightweight belt. And goes down and fights Conor McGregor for the lightweight belt. Three belts. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I don't think it'll ever happen. Well, uh, the it, one thing that I do think that's cool with this is that there's been there's been a little bit of a shift now in the UFC. And now you got, you know, you got some guys, well, a guy and a girl that, that don't talk a lot of trash. Like GSP is not a trash talker. He doesn't engage in that. He's the champ. The the girl that that won, I don't know her name, right? Rose. She doesn't say too much. She doesn't say too much. She's not 
she's not super uh, in your face and 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 crazy. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because they still do a lot of press stuff, yes. right? Like George is not George. George isn't just a nice guy that is often not making headlines or doing anything else. He'll still talk and do whatever, but he's not. He's respectful in 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 you know when he talks to his opponents or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see what what happens and what's next with him. I, I'm interested to see where he goes. Whether he was one and done. That's I mean. There's no nothing's been said yet. Yeah, nothing's been said. His fight purse was just to show up was two point five million dollars. Where I believe Michael Bisbing made three hundred ninety thousand. So not even the champion, not even the champion made five hundred thousand dollars that night. That's not right. Nope. So like. I, I would have expected Bisbing to at least get a million bucks just to show up. That's so what would I you have been, would you have tuned in to the fight to watch Bisbing fight somebody else? One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm, a, Mike, I'm, I'm a Michael yeah. Bisbing fan. I like Michael Bisbing. I think he's a fantastic fighter. You know what you know when a Michael Bisbing fight, you're gonna get a stand up fight. He's you're gonna good. get a fight. You're gonna like that that's the thing. Like it's gonna be exciting. It's a dog fight. When whenever mm-hmm. Bisbing's in there, he fights, he doesn't tap. Like George, yeah, he went to sleep. George had to put him to sleep, so he mm-hmm. doesn't. He doesn't tap, and he he'll go out on a shield. I like Michael Bisming. Um, I was not impressed with Yoani and Jacek, who tapped the strikes. It's a little fucking disappointing from a girl that was fourteen and zero, claiming to be the best women's fighter of all time. Like she made a mistake, obviously, but uh, she got knocked down in the first round. Mm-hmm. It, I sometimes like when these when these champ when these champions that have had a long run uh, lose. I'd like to see what's going on behind the scenes, like what she's doing on a day to day basis, how many times she's in the gym, like what she's doing in the gym. Like I, I feel that they get lazy. Does mm. that mistake that she made wasn't a mistake she would have made three fights ago? Like I've never ever seen her drop her hands like that. Well, I think that I think you're right in that regard. That you know they get there and they and they're not all the same, you know. Um, but they they start to get more publicity. They start to do more press. They're getting to go to movie sets. They're getting to do different things. And and uh, you know that that time has to come from somewhere. So whether it's coming from their training time, you know what? It might not even come from their training time. Uh, uh, this is just speaking from my own um, life. It, it could pull from other areas of their life that's important that now is causing stress that they're not there. You know, maybe training is so, so important to them. So they always keep their training. Now they're doing movies and they're doing different things. Well, home life starts to suffer. So now you got stress from home life. So the, those stresses weigh on a person. And then you're in just because you're at the gym putting in time doesn't mean you're putting in the work like you used to put in if your head's in another place. Right. So um, finding that balance and, and doing that is, is key. And I think that as they do that, they just think it's uh, something super exciting. And then they go and they do it and they're not they're not scheduling it in, you know, properly. Right, so right. it was nice today for me to know that you're at a different time zone now, and we got to get there. And it was like, no, I'm done. Like I got in, got my nine rounds in, left. I was like, they're still doing anything. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going to shower and go, and gone. They were still all doing the the rest of their work. I just I showed up, foam rolled, and uh, started shadow boxing. I had a round of shadow boxing done before everybody else was was uh, even doing their thing. So. What did you do for rounds today? You were just on the bag, were you? No, I hit the bag, and then I um, – no, actually, I, I, I did shadow boxing for four rounds. Like, I did a couple rounds of shadow boxing, worked the the the, the ball, the hat ball, doing some some different stuff for a round, and then I hit hit pads with Gary, and then I then I finished off with some heavy bag rounds. So, yeah, not bad. I'm going to go train tonight again, too. So Do some sparring. Yeah, hopefully then next week I'm going to go down to Calgary and uh, get some rounds in with McMillan and those guys and work some clinch stuff. So. Probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any, any word on this fight yet? No, I finally got a hold of Fenton. He's been in the hospital, Uh-oh. poor guy. As his, uh, his, his pancreatus was acting up big time. He was in, uh, in a lot of pain. So he's been in the hospital for over a week. Didn't have his phone with him. Um, he's just finally got a tablet. 
So he he was on. I've been I've been hitting him up through Messenger. Oh. So he had he had contacted the promoter again. I uh, <clears throat> in my in my well as as you know I'm very impatient. Yes. So uh, I sent I sent a message to the promoter myself via Facebook and um, what? So, uh, but he said, yeah, well, you know, I. I I hate coded messages back. You send a long message, you get a five-word reply, and it's like, well, yes, definitely to what? Like, I didn't really ask. I asked him two questions. I said, I want to know if I'm competing, and I'd love to have them on the on the podcast to talk about, you know, the upcoming show and whatever else. And the response is, yes, definitely. I was like, well, definitely what? <laughs> to the podcast or that I'm fighting? And when am I getting my contract? And then I haven't I haven't heard back. So. <laughs> It's like, so maybe they're still dealing with Jay, and it doesn't matter. I'm training like it's happening. I've been told it's happening. I just don't have anything. But I said I need to know what they need down there for medicals and and whatever, right? Maybe it's different. Maybe my CT scan will need to be more recent or something. Like I don't know, right? If they need something different than than what we have here, I'm gonna need to get in and get it done sooner and later. Is it? A, it's an American fight. Yeah, probably MRI then. That would be my guess. Yeah. MRI, you would need to get. And probably some different fucking kind of fucking uh, disease tests of hep C and all that bullshit. Who knows? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know, but I'm not going to go out on and on a guess and go get, you know, get everything and then find out I need something different. No, you still got, when is the fight supposed to be? December 2nd. Oh, so not, four even, weeks. That, not even that far no. away. Well, so under four weeks. Yeah, you kind of need to get your blood work done. <laughs> yeah, like like by the end of this week, I need to be at the doctor's to get to get a rec form to get everything done. One hundred percent. So, I just stay on them. Tell them, ask them what you need. I, yeah. Even if you don't need it, I'd get it done anyway. Like, who knows what you're gonna? Like, I don't know what's good for your meds. Still, probably nothing. Nothing's good, but this is it. And I did it all last time, and never, never fought. Right? Like I'm not going to spend another four hundred bucks and get everything done, or two hundred bucks, whatever. Be four hundred if I need to get the, the eye work and all that other stuff done again. It's good for a year. Um, but if I go get it all again, then and nothing happens, then I'm just, just spending money. So, is what it is. Uh, the the only other fight we didn't talk about that was the uh, actually all the fights on the main card of the UFC were good. Um, there was only one decision. It was Steven, the wonder boy Thompson. He won, uh, Johnny Hendricks got finished in the first fight on pay-per-view, which he should probably just fucking retire and go eat donuts. <laughs> and, uh, Cody Garbrandt got knocked. Did out he make by, weight? Oh yeah. He made weight. Cody Garbrandt got knocked out by TJ Dillashaw. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not a big TJ Dillashaw fan, but not me either. hopefully they set that up for a rematch because Cody had him in the first round. Mm-hmm. Knocked him down. He walked. Uh, TJ walked all walked like Elton John back to his fucking corner, <laughs> and uh, he came back out and got him. Though but there's 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 been something going on with on that card with people dropping their hands. Shit happens. Yeah. Shit. Ha- we I don't mean, normally it- talk about MMA on this fucking show either, but that was a big card. It was a big card. I. uh yeah, I don't know. It's like it it makes you wonder sometimes when people start working, you know, they they do all the stuff that works so well for them all those years and then and then they decide that they're going to change things up or 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 do whatever. I mean, I get it if you've lost and you're coming back and you want to change things up, but when you're winning, you still need to evolve. You still need to grow and add things in, but it's like well, you can't stop doing the shit that's working for you. Like, no. you know, you're moving, you're doing whatever, but at the same time, some of these guys like, like Garbrandt that moves the way he does and, and, and has his hand down a lot, you know, slip and move and punches. I mean, if, if you're doing the same thing all the time, you're just going to get that timing figured out and go. 100%. But, hey, it's fighting. Anything can happen on any any given time. Anything can happen. It, I'm sure all those guys that lost will be back. Especially like uh, Cody Garbrandt's going to be back 100%. I don't even think he's 30. Joanna will be back. She's not even 30. George St. Pierre's 97, but I'm, I I would probably bet money on it. He'll fight again. Mm-hmm. Bisbing's speech is a little coded, though. That's the only one I'm not sure about. See, you know, he didn't 
he didn't say he's done or not done or whatever, but he, you know. I'd like to see Michael Bisbing retire. He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't take no four years off. He didn't take anything. He'd be a guy. He'd be a guy that would be good on commentary because I, I enjoy hearing him speak and talk and, you know, like, you know, instead of uh, DC, right? Like, I don't know. But maybe maybe it would be too too uh, too over the top if he was on there. I don't know. As long as Bisbang's not drunk, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Somebody made a meme. Did you see that? Where where he was he was passed like after he's passed out, like somebody took the thing and then put put George's face in the corner and said, "Michael, are you drunk?" <laughs> he was all like that. Jesus. Uh, people are relentless. It's true. It'll it'll here. I what I find is going to be interesting is going to be. What way does the UFC go? Do they do they keep back in Conor McGregor and the craziness, or do they go back to the traditional way of doing things with George? It'll be interesting to see because Conor's Conor's hands down still the biggest the biggest name on the roster, hands down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, now they like Joanna. Joanna has a big following too, but she obviously lost, and we've got fucking. The girl that wanted to give everybody hugs is the champion now and wants to be nice to everybody. I'm sorry, Rose, but I can't be nice to everybody. Never happened. <laughs> My problem with that with that statement is is we live in a, a very PG era right now where you can't say certain words because everybody gets fucking butthurt about dumb shit. Mm-hmm. If everybody hardened the fuck up a little bit, like if somebody calls me a faggot, I do not care. Like, who cares? <laughs> I know a word that sets you off. <laughs> There's one word that sets me off. Literally one word in the English language that sets me off. And if you say it to me, I'll duct tape you to a chair and beat you for days. I don't want to say it, but I'm not going to because I know you're serious. But there's a big, there's a big, uh, you know, there's an underlying meaning and whatever. So, um, you know, and I agree that that some people are are um, uh, a little bit easily offended, right? Uh, now nowadays, at the same time, you know, some people have uh, take offense to certain things, and and you might think it's 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 less or whatever. Oh, you shouldn't be so easily offended, but it's like, well, that same word that sets you off doesn't offend many other people. You know, except for people that have been through what you've been through, which is why that word offends you so bad. I know a fuckload of people that get offended by that word. And they've all they've all been in and around and gone through what you've went through. That's why. But most of those people you don't want to say it to because you'll end up yeah, no shit. to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But There's like, only a few of my friends, though, that I know that would actually probably follow through with that. You're one of them. The rest of them, I ain't actually fucking scared of them, so I don't care. <laughs> I'm bigger than them, so it doesn't matter to me. But, Except for maybe Devin. Devin, Devin might, be, might be one of those guys that, that would be, you know, if he actually got real angry, he might be scary. Because he's fucking 700 pounds. He's, he's so. a big dude, man. Right? What's he, a 6'3", 250? Yeah, it's a big guy. He's asked me to do some sparring with him. Man, I should probably get some rounds in with him before the fight because at least at least he's big. It's not a bad you know? idea. Yeah, he's hard to spar with though. Why? Because he hits fucking hard. <laughs> fucking just kidding. Toughen up. But yeah, like I I I'll call people an idiot and they'll get all offended and go cry in the corner. Like, come on, really? <laughs> I could call you way worse things. Yeah, that's true, but uh, but the the days are gone of like people having thick skin. I think. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But uh, toughen the fuck up, everybody. Stop being <laughs> pussies, little yeah. bit, little bitches all the time. Everybody bitching about this. Now let's talk about fucking Kevin Spacey for a minute. You hear about this shit with Kevin Spacey? Yeah. This fucking Hollywood pedophile ring? What a bunch of craziness that is. Well, it's nothing new. Well, I don't, I don't like, really pay... Around, uh, the, 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 thing that, the thing that bothers me, though, is that it's like so... You know, this guy comes forward, this 
you know, teenage guy saying this happened and everything blows up. How many women had to come forward before somebody even looked twice at Cosby or Weinstein or whatever else? One guy steps up and everything shit hits the fan. But all these women are coming out. Nobody seems to care. That's 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 weird. Well, I, I wouldn't say nobody cares. People definitely care. But the problem with like Harvey Weinstein and uh, Bill Cosby and stuff like that is these guys are legitimately loaded. And you come out 30 or 40 years later and say that Bill Cosby gave you fucking who fucking knows and then raped you. Like it, it, It's kind of unbelievable uh, to some extent, right? Like who the fuck waits 30 years and then wants money? Like go fuck yourself. Like maybe this maybe this guy who's 30 years old did get diddled by Kevin Spacey or Kevin Spacey dry humped him or some bullshit on a bed. Realistically, he's probably upset about it because he liked it. And was confused for a few years and had to figure it out. Who knows? <laughs> like, it's it's the kid from fucking. Uh, he's in a god big goddamn movie. I can't remember what it's called now. Star well, this Trek. This just happened though. Like it didn't happen that long ago. Oh, he came okay. out right away. Well, if it's recent, then he he probably didn't like it. Yeah. But like for some of these women, like thirty years ago, they got fucking roofied by Bill Cosby and he fucked their he fucked them in the ass. They probably went around and told all their friends that they fucked Bill Cosby because he was a big deal then. Like now he looks like fucking smashed assholes and he's got millions and bazillions of dollars and they just want a piece before he dies. He's going to die. Like, yeah, he's fucking 400 years old. What are you going to do? Throw him in jail? It's a fucking point. He's going to live in jail like a king anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He can buy anything he wants. Yeah. Should have, should have said something 30 years ago. Well, I think that's the hard thing, though, is that, is that it's hard for them to come forward because nobody nobody believes it when it happens. It's, it's true. But like, realistically, if you, want, if you want something to get done, you need to say it. Yeah. Like, you need to talk about it, not when you're 98. Not when you're 76, but when you're 25 years old, when it fucking happened. It's hard, man. Like I, I know, I know a few women that have been through something like that, very traumatic, and and never came forward because of many different reasons. And it's like, you know, when they finally decide to do it, then everybody's like, oh, you should have said it earlier. It's like, well, you know, yes, but at the same time, you can appreciate, or I can appreciate and understand why they, why they were too afraid to do it, um, you know, for whatever else. Uh, you know, oh, they shouldn't have been dressed this way. Oh, they shouldn't have done that. Oh, they shouldn't have done that. Like, you know, come on, man. That doesn't give anybody the right to still do what what they did. Well, the the problem with sitting back and, and being scared is that like, you're being a pussy. Let's just start there. Like, if you don't want that to happen to somebody else, then say it. If you're going to hide behind a curtain for a few years, and not say anything and cry in the corner and feel sorry for yourself, that's your own fucking fault. Yeah, well, you're responsible for, for your life, 100%. Exactly. Like, you can't come out and bitch about something 10 years later. It doesn't work like that. If I stub sure. my toe, I'm going to yell now. <laughs> you can't, I can't believe you just compared being raped to, to stubbing your toe. I didn't say anything about rape. If something happens like that, like... Uh, and I'm not I'm not actually making a generalization of rape compared to stubbing a toe, but it's in the same like if, if I hurt myself, I'm gonna say something about it, right? If somebody hurts me, I'm gonna say something about it. If Luke Spicer grabbed my dick, I'm one hundred percent suing him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you trying to send me a subliminal message for the next time we're on a road trip? <laughs> that ain't happening, just so you know. Uh, that's just my grievance with it, like I just wish people would, would come forward and help other people instead of hide. But I think that's the big point, man. That's what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of people that don't have anybody to help them. And I know they need to help themselves first. I get all that. Like, I really do. But at the end of the day, you know, they feel like there's nobody out there that's going to help them. You know, you step forward this day and age and you say this bad thing happened to me. It's like, well, were you drunk at that party? Were you this? Were you that? Rape culture. It's terrible, man. And it's like that shit shouldn't happen. You know, um, 
15, 20 years ago, yeah, that you know what? That guy would get the shit beat out of him by somebody else. That's what would happen. Well, it doesn't happen anymore because now everybody's afraid that they're going to get in trouble. You know, you will get in trouble. It's a fucking hate crime. Like, like, let's say you and I find out that our friend fucking Lewis, not even our friend. I don't even know anybody. I'll I was going to say, you, please, don't, please don't say somebody with a real name here as you're talking about. Let's say our, our friend Lewis gets diddled by Kevin Spacey, and then me and you go out and we beat the shit out of him. Yeah. So not only are we going to get charged for assault, for beating the shit out of Kevin Spacey, but Kevin Spacey's gay. And we're beating him up for being gay and touching somebody's dick. So it's a fucking hate crime. Yeah. That's just a cover-up, man. That's what he's saying. It's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, I'm... I'm gay. I'm, I'm gay now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like, that's... Like... What <laughs> <laughs> makes you wonder about some of these pedophiles that do this, right? With With... with with boys, it's like they do it because one, they're sick and twisted. But two, it's like, yeah, then they go, Well, I've got these, you know, problems since childhood and I and I don't know how to deal with them. It's like it doesn't matter if it's a fourteen year old boy or a fourteen year old girl. You you molested a kid, motherfucker. It's just you, an you, excuse. Yeah. I don't care what your background is or your sexual orientation, you still need to get taken out behind a woodshed and put in the ground after. It's a plain. That's that's the that's the only way that 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 shit will stop. Well, we kill them off. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Realistically, should you be alive if you diddle kids? No. Pedophiles. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, no. That's the no, thing. they shouldn't, shouldn't be. Like, no. Did you see that video on Facebook of the guy whipping the fucking this Russian this Russian dude whipping this drug dealer in Russia with fucking electrical cords because he diddled Tied up. Yeah, he raped yeah. his fucking two-year-old kid or some shit. And then he took him out back and killed him with his bare hands after, but he still he whipped him for fucking hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it. I was a little... I, I don't get disturbed very often, but that one was fucking disturbing because his back was fucked up. Did mm-hmm. you see it? No, I didn't click on it. I, I don't watch shit like that. Well, I do. I'm a sick fuck, though. <laughs> Yeah, I do. yeah. I mean, I it is what it is. Sometimes too, you click on that shit and it's just clickbait, so I don't feel like yeah. clicking on it. But it's it's uh, no, and I you know what? But I mean, I you have you have a little daughter. I have two little kids, boy and a girl. Uh, you know, again, when you when you say that story about as friends, right? We go and we go do something because our friend got injured. I still I still think there is a little difference between that. Um, but now, if it's your own kid. Dead. Yeah, like that, that, that ain't, yeah, whatever, you know. That's, that's when I would kill somebody. Yeah, and, you know, and then you got to go get a lawyer like Matthew McConaughey in um, A Time to Kill, and then and then he needs to defend you because you're going to be in a lot of trouble, and you need to get a good-ass lawyer so you can get off on that, Yeah, you know. Well, but again, you know, they go back to that movie, like, you know, you, have you seen that movie, right? Yep. Samuel L. Jackson, him, and right, and he, you know, Samuel Jackson goes and murks them with an AK-47 or whatever it is right on the courthouse steps and still gets off on it. And it's like, you know, got off because of that he basically did the, the, the you know, the noble right thing. I, well, I think there, there's a time and a place for that, though. Mm-hmm. Like in Canada, we have weird laws. Yeah, we do. Where, like, somebody breaks into your house. They've literally broken into your personal house where you lay your head to rest. You can't mm-hmm. shoot them. You can't do shit. Yeah. You get charged. It's fucking is- re- you go to fucking Texas, you can blast people away. Like, I, I agree with the law, though. Like If you break into my personal space, I should be able to deal with you. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can here. It's it's with with necessary force. That's the that's the key word there. Necessary force. So if somebody breaks into your house and they don't have anything, and you shoot them, you use too much force. Now, if they break in with a gun, and you you hit them with a baseball bat and you kill them, you use necessary force. They had a gun, you had a bat, you're okay. Like you're gonna be able to say, well, I defend. And it's still bullshit. You don't know they didn't have it or whatever else. You know. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's bullshit. If you're on my property, not even in my house, but if you're on my property causing problems, I should be able to handle it. Now, there is a loophole. If you stop them from robbing you 
and you hand them a dueling contract and you get them to sign it, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're one hundred percent legal. Ah, so 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 if you have a gun, get them to sign the dueling contract and then shoot them. Yeah, but they would have to be armed too, right? We can put a gun there after the fact. <laughs> well, now you've ratted yourself out, and if you ever do that, you'll be under investigation. Well, I'll videotape it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right? Yeah, there's some weird, the weird shit that goes on in Canada. Weird shit with yeah. Kevin Spacey dry humping boys on beds. Uh, weird shit with Harvey Weinstein. Weird shit with Bill Cosby. Who who else knows who gets weird? I don't know. Mel Gibson probably gets fucking weird. Nah. You don't think so? <laughs> Who knows? That's the thing, man. Like, you know, and these guys come forward and it's it's like it's like uh what the hell? Like all, all the hockey players, right? Like um um Sheldon Kennedy, right, coming out, right? Now they have the Sheldon Kennedy Center here in Red Deer, right? For for sexual assault victims and stuff like that. And you know, you hear about the stuff and as as little kids, you're like, Well, I wanna keep coach happy and wanna do this and you know how often does it happen? You talk about Hollywood and all these things and these acting and, you know, kids want to get get ahead or they want to get famous and parents want their kids to be famous. So they turn a blind eye, but it's like how many times does this, does this happen and continue to happen? And, you know, maybe they didn't get it as bad as some other ones. Yeah. But, you know, you're thinking you're doing this to people that are out in the cameras, right? And they're, they're, in, they're in celebrity status and they're not saying anything. What are these freaking weirdos doing to people that, that, that don't have a voice and can't say anything, right? Some of these, you know, uh, whatever, like ho- homeless, homeless people or, or um, you know, children of the state and stuff like that that don't yeah. have anything. Like how often does this weird, creepy shit happen? It's like keep your dick in your pants, you bunch of weirdos. And like it does. It, it just it fucking sickens me, you know? Well, I was I was listening to the fighter and the kid and the, with uh, Brennan Schaub and Brian Callen, and they were talking about this stuff. But they they had a very good point with the sexual assault charges and stuff like that. Like, what constitutes a sexual assault? Like, if you and I are in a bar and we're all drunk, which would never happen because neither one of us drink. But let's say we're in the bar and there, there's a hot chick, and Luke Luke's dancing with her and then grabs a titty. And then she starts crying sexual assault. Because this is stuff that happens in real life. Yeah. Now, would you classify that as sexual assault or just uh, an innocent grope that she didn't want to have and maybe you should have got slapped in the face? Um, it, well, I mean, by, by the law, that is, that is assault. Right? It's un, it's un, by the it's law. Un, by the yeah, law. Yeah. Right. So would do you... Do you take that as something stupid just happened and maybe we should just go our separate ways or do you think you should be criminally charged? Um, yeah. I See, the thing is, is that, is that I think about criminal charge and I think, no, but if I saw it happen and, and somebody did it, I'd 100% go punch that dude in his face if that was my friend, the okay. girl. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, so, you know, do I think that the guy should be charged after? Probably not. But but at the same time, he should be punished. There should be something in there. So whether it's charging or a good a good you know punch in the head or something like that, you know. So then what w- what is it? And I don't know if that's just you know that is, maybe that's just me. Okay, now uh, same same scenario, different circumstances. You're walking down the street. You're not drunk, and you just grab a girl's tit. Sexual harassment. That's sexual harassment. But in a bar. When you're drunk and you're not making such great, that's that, in my in my it's, mind. It's still, it's but that's why I right. say it still is. Like I, I don't, I don't like. I mean, yeah, it probably is, and that's what I mean by the law, you know. And again, you see go all oh, the situation, and that's where I hate saying that. Like people go, well, don't put yourself in that situation, you know, where it's like it's it's not the girl's fault though, right? Like it's not that woman's fault. Now, if she's grinding on the guy and doing all that, well, that's different. But if she's just sitting there dancing and they're got the no. meter stick and they're dancing and it's not a provocative song and they're not, and he's, and he's grabbing her and she's like, Oh, stop. And then he does it again. Well then like, what are you doing? You know, well, I don't know um, what kind of 50 swing bars you go to, but if you're <laughs> going to the bar these days, you're usually doing something fucking weird. <laughs> But that's what I mean. But still, but you're not, you're not, you don't see, there's no dance move where it's grab a chick by the tit. 
you know. So so maybe maybe a, a, a you know a, a bottom grab, but you know the girl's gonna move away. What's the right? difference? And then she moves back. Well, there isn't a difference, but that's what I'm saying is that it's like I don't <laughs> like, I don't no like these conversations. You're putting me on the stand, 100. If you're grabbing chicks, um, well, but at the same time it goes both ways, right? If a, if a chick grabs a dude by his crotch, and the guy wants to go, oh hey, you know that's that's sexual harassment. Um, people go, oh, well, you know, then then men judge that guy. What are you complaining about? It's bullshit. You see these, you know, pictures in the U.S. Right? These, these, um, and again, clickbait. But two hot teachers have have um, uh, sex with high school boys or whatever, right? And everybody's like, oh yeah, teachers didn't look like that when I was in school. It's always guys. But if a dude did it, now he's a creepy, you exactly. know, pedophile guy. And and it's, but it's the same. It's the same thing. If it's an it's underage kid, thing. you got no business doing anything with them. And um, you know, I'll use. I'll use an example. So we were out at a party a while ago, right? Uh, me and and Tammy and some friends. It was it was for for party. This woman was drunk, being being obnoxious. She has been before, flirting with married men, guys, right? She walked by, and slapped me and Maziar on our asses, like sexual two handles assault. on our asses. Sexual yeah. assault. <laughs> well, I was like, fuck. So Tammy sees it and freaks, right, yeah. and wants to, you know, do something. And I was like, just calm down, you know, whatever, right? She's like, why would you calm down? And, and this is in front of Maziar. And, and uh, I'm like, well, because I'm trying to be the voice of reason here, you know? I was like, if you want to fly over there and punch that chick out, I said, I'll still support you. I'll be like, well, yeah, she she deserved it. I said, she does. But I'm still trying to talk you at the ledge. She goes, what would you have done if that guy over there came and slapped my ass? I said, I would have punched him out. She's like, then why are you mad? I said, because I wouldn't have asked for your permission. I said, I would have went and did it. I said, you came over here and asked for, for like, like telling me you're mad. I said, so I'm telling you that it doesn't warrant being assaulted right now and beating her up because it was a quote-unquote harmless butt slap by some drunk chick that i'm not you know entertaining it at all did i did i feel like you know violated yeah a little bit i didn't like it you know not at all like she shouldn't be doing that so what makes it right or wrong and i said but that is the difference is that a guy typically would see that happen to his girl and not go well I should talk about it, and I should listen to the voice of reason. No, if I go over there and you punch that dude in the face, why'd you slap my chick on the ass? Oh, oh uh, I didn't know. You know, you might have a few words with him, and then he's probably drunk. He's going to go, fuck you, and then you go, good, now now I can hit you because now you you know, you know you did something stupid. I don't know. I uh, But that, that, that happened, and I can see that happening a lot, right? And it's, it's not uh, – just keep your damn hands to yourself. Wait, wait for yes. Yes means yes. No means no. <laughs> you know, but it's true. See, now I, I look at it a little bit differently. Like, obviously, I've been in the bar. I've had my dick grabbed. I've had my ass grabbed by people, and you know, it's one of those things where you just kind of you you shrug it off. Uh huh. Right. Now I've also been on the giving end of doing stupid shit like that. Like, but nobody's ever complained. Mm-hmm. But and here's and here's the other thing though why I say why it's still slightly different for a girl to go up and slap a dude on the butt than a guy to slap it. I'm 210 pounds. You're how much do you weigh now, liar? No, 217. You're 200. There you go. You're a big dude, right? So you go slap some girl on the butt that's 120 pounds, 140 pounds. You're twice her size almost. Right? Yeah. It's still different than that same 130 pound woman slapping you on your butt. You turn around, fuck off, get away from me. She's not going to do anything. Right? Where where the women don't say anything because they're afraid of what might happen if they say something to the guy. And that's where the problem is bad. Yep. You know? Um, our friend uh, um, Joy, right? From, from um, BC there. Yeah. She was telling me a story that yeah, this guy slapped her bar, or slapped her, her rear end at the bar. I don't remember how we were talking about this in in um, when we were all down in Medicine Hat. She turned around and straight up jumped up and 
elbowed the guy in the head and knocked him down and got on top of him and beat the shit out of him. I was like, good for you. <laughs> right? Like, good for you. That's what should happen. Set a precedence. You know, more guys need to get their asses kicked by a girl to realize that their creepy ways are not acceptable in normal society. Correct. You know? And a lot of those guys, you know, so when you're talking, you're talking still as um, um, essentially, even back in the day, a, a harmless guy. Like, because you still have your, your wits about you. That chick goes, fuck off, creep. You're not going to be like, I'll slap you around, you stupid bitch. You know, like, yeah. you're probably going to be like, oh, well, whatever. Um, now, some of those guys, though, are, that are walking around those bars that are doing that things, they're creepy fucks. Yes. Like, they're just going around pinching everybody's butt, trying to get, get their, their, um, their jollies off, and they don't get called on it because the women don't know if he's some crazy freaking person that's going to be waiting outside for them to, to freaking steal them later. Now, the, on the other hand of that, too, there is old women that do that in the bar to guys. Like, yes. And I, it's I, creepy have seen, and <laughs> I have seen some 50-year-old fucking cougars just wandering around the bar grabbing dicks and asses all night long. Like, they'll get checked on it, but they don't give a fuck. Well, they're predators, but that's yeah. what it is, right? They're predators, and, and there's women that do it that are predators, and there's men that do it that are predators, and they're the same. Like, they pry on people that they can get away with it, and they're everywhere in society, and it needs to be, you know, I, I don't know, and I don't know how you, you say you need to do it to check that, but, like, you know... Well, the difference still for a woman that's trying to abuse a man, I mean, yeah, it happens, but it's like a man can still have his way with a girl that's a creep because he still can because yeah. he gets off and he can do his thing. A woman can't necessarily do it to a guy because if he's not enjoying himself, it ain't happening. Correct. You know, there still is that difference, right? So so when, when you hear these stories, and that is where it's these – girls that are young teachers taking advantage of a of a youth man it's like that boy is turned on that boy is like yeah yeah right and and so now in the in the dynamics of of, of the way a kid thinks and everything else it, it's still not right it's still not right that that that, that teacher did that as a, as a woman to to a young adolescent man but there's a reason why that it still goes you know like kind of well but as a, as a guy, how amazing would that have been when you were in high school? But that's what I mean, right? That's why, <laughs> that's why it's like it's not it's not looked the same way. I'm not mad right? at it. I'm not, I'm not mad no. at it. I'm mad when guys do it to girls, though. Like yeah. when there's some creepy old professor with fucking testicles that hang down to his ankles, he's preying on a fucking 17 year old girl that's in high school. But and not all of them are like that. Like some of them are twenty five. Yeah. You know, trying to trying to um, you know they see this you know young woman that's that's sixteen or seventeen and they're like oh wow hey and they still go man at twenty five like you know what are you thinking? But then you know I was there nineteen. My wife is twenty nine, right? Like you think well a couple years before that I was just a kid, right? So it's I don't know it. But I can see it how it happens. But as a guy, then, then when you're like you're 29, I just go, man, like like I'm 35, 36 now. Yeah. You look at a 25 year old, 26 year old, you're like, yeah, that's just no, that's weird. You don't even have your shit together yet. Sorry. Like you know, I mean, past. So I guess as a, as a 30 year old man, I don't see what you would see in a 20 year old, like a young 20 year old or a teenager. Like you, you got some fucking screws loose if you think that that's something that's like, oh wow, you know. But you got to remember how your mind works. So you're into older ladies. So you, you're the same age as me, fuckhead, by six months. Yeah. So you're saying, you're saying that you're turned on by like young twenty year olds? No, I'm not. Like, let you go. So we're, we're not talking we are like twenty five, twenty six. Different story. But, like, when you put a 45-year-old lady in front of me, that doesn't turn my crank either. <laughs> like, at the, it's different, different different boats for different folks, right? Like, it's whatever floats your boat. But there's also, there's also a line where it's not right. Like, if you're no. 40 and you're going after 18-year-old girl, I'm probably going to beat your ass. Exactly. Same thing. If you're if you're a forty year old woman going after eighteen year old man, you deserve for some woman to beat your ass. Well, there, there's a certain point in, in life where where people are old enough to make their own decisions. Eighteen yes. years old isn't that? I would above twenty five. I, I think mm -hmm. 
is when yeah. you, when you're old enough to like literally make your own decisions and make smart ones. Some when I used to watch, 30. when I used to watch TV, and uh, you ever see that show um, Law and Order Special Victims Unit? No. So you know Law and Order, the TV show, right? Yeah. So Special Victims Unit was it was always like it either involved kids, um, or, or or it was like like adults, but it was always like. Um, with the police that was investigating crimes, usually they were they were sexual in nature or whatever like that, right? Like they would be going after a pedophile or they'd be going after an abuser or something like that of kids, right? And this one episode, this they're 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 tracking this guy gets arrested because he's seen kissing a a, a kid, right, in public, and they're holding hands, and the, and and somebody, um, uh, I can't remember if they beat him up, and that was what what came about it. But but long story short, the woman is actually, like the girl, is actually an adult. Um, she just has this very rare genetic disease where she like looks like a kid for the rest of her life, right? It's an amazing the guy, disease, though. But the guy, no, but she looks like like a kid kid. Oh. Like, like, like I'm like a 10-year-old kid walking around. There's oh. this 30-year-old guy, and they're like dating, but really she's the same age. And, and so she's like, I'm in love with them and all this stuff. And they're like, you're just a kid. And she's like, no, I'm 30 years old or whatever, right? <laughs> And the guy, the guy actually like has all these like like he's got um, prior arrests for like diddling kids. Oh, right. Which is why he's marked in and now he's like in big trouble. But it's like this is an adult. So here's this creepy fuck. Right. That knows he has this issue. So instead of just trying to diddle kids, he finds this other girl that looks like a kid forever and just gets with her to to fulfill his need and they're like you know that that's basically how the show ends and then he's getting in trouble again right then somebody beats him up yeah. you know and he's filing a grievance report and these cops are like well what do you think's gonna happen this is gonna happen to you for the rest of your life you idiot yeah. you know it's like well it's a decision i'm willing to make i'm in love with her and it's like oh you're in love with the way she looks and, that, and that's that's the thing is it is it there's more to life in a relationship than just than just looks well, at the end of the day, too, he he found a way to get his rocks off without doing it illegally anymore. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is is, is the morally and legally are still very different things. Well, that that poor girl that's just going to look like a little kid for the rest of her life uh, probably saved a lot of other innocent young children at the same time. <laughs> I guess so. But fucking weird, man. Fucking, I don't, I don't know how people can get off on that. It's, it's such a weird, it's such a weird fucking thing. And uh, this is a weird podcast for us today. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it got a little weird. But, hey, so for all you guys that stayed on to the very end, we appreciate it because this is totally yeah. different than normal. <laughs> yeah, normally we talk about fights all time, but this Kevin Spacey shit's been driving me nuts. Yeah, and, and then me this, too. this Hollywood pedophile shit's been driving me nuts. Because everybody idolizes all these people in Hollywood, and the next thing you know, they're fucking all kid diddlers. Yeah. Well, Trump said he's gonna blow it wide open, right? Like, Good. like, um, and and uh, that was a while ago. So it'd be interesting to see if it if it continues. Two term Trump, baby. Two term Trump. Oh, you will. It's like funny because you listen to some of the news stations, and it's like he's he's like his his um um whatever what's that thing called like the the viewer polling or whatever is at an all-time low and then you turn into like the next station it's like everybody's loving trump it's like well it just depends who you support and what you're after i mean he's just causing so much controversy for so many people that are involved in these uh news broadcasts and things like that that it's like well, of course they're going to paint him to look bad yeah i don't think donald trump's actually doing anything wrong if anything if if he could fix just some of the bullshit that he said he could fix, he'll he could be the greatest president of all time. Yeah. Like there's so many secrets in American history that people should probably know about that they hid. And if he can if he can out some of them, that'd be that'd be amazing. At least people would know what their fucking country is really about. Yeah. So well, I read something that that of two hundred and what is it? Two hundred eighty-five or something years that that America has been like a country. They've been at war for two hundred and like sixty of them. Something wrong there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big machine, man. War's a war's a machine. War's a war's a business. 
Um, you got you know, to think, think about the shit they're fighting over, though. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, but that's because it's a business. Yeah, fucking business, this. <laughs> Russia should get their toughest guy. America should get their toughest guy. They should just have a fist fight. I did see that that you know the the presidents of the country should fight like in the olden days, like you know that that on the battlefield, if you take your your toughest warrior, right, they would compete. Then 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 no lives would be lost. It's a right? terrible idea one, for us. One, yeah, Putin, Russia would be the winner of everywhere. Putin's killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, Putin's yeah. a fucking gangster. What's Justin Trudeau gonna do? Suck his dick? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, realistically justin trudeau is going to get his hair done probably get a spray tan and but even that now so you talk about that so so justin trudeau so now there's stuff coming out that that he's got he's involved in this tax um shelter scheme right where where, with offshore accounts and different things and 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 laundering money out and all of this stuff it's like he's spending you know I, i didn't read into too much of it but you know you see stuff floating around and it's like you know i want to read into it because it's like fuck man like the guy is wrecking our country and it's it's like i don't know it's it's shit like that that that's why i don't fucking vote i don't want nothing to do with it i live in my own little bubble here i run i run by my own rules if i get caught for breaking some of them i accept it like i'll I'll take it on the chin but i I don't realistically i don't want to answer to justin trudeau I don't want to answer to a judge. I don't want to answer to the police. Uh, no. I want to answer to myself. Uh, hey, if Justin Trudeau showed up to my door, I've so I've told you this before. I'd invite him in for a cup of coffee and then probably beat the shit out of him. Like, <laughs> I, there's no possible way I'd like him. Not not no. a chance. His fucking hairdo no. pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any respect for any of them. I love Donald Trump. If Donald Trump came for a visit, we'd we'd have a good time. I feel like he's a guy. Like he's a he's a dude's dude. Oh yeah, there you go. Grabbed her by the pussy. So that's why you're into that. Well that's that's just <laughs> rude. Just <laughs> you sexual harasser. Well that's, that's that's what he that's what he said. That's what was floating around. No, it's it, you know, I um I agree though. I think that I think that as as um, that's the scary thing, is that you know, people want leaders that they can relate to, right? Yeah. And right now, we have a leader that most people that I know don't relate to. Now, there's other people that I know that that they think he's just fucking phenomenal. And it's like, yeah, but you're a lazy cocksucker and you expect everybody else to do shit for you. Get off your ass. So, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're called millennials and they're fucking lazy. <laughs> Well, and there's a lot of them that are older that act like millennials too, and that's the issue. Yeah, we got a lot of issues. This is a fucking weird podcast. Let's fucking end it before we go too deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made some notes for the next one. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Bad Guy Boxing, Tanner Wilshaw on the Spice of Life podcast, or <laughs> Tanner Wilshaw on Facebook. I'm obviously on the Spice of Life podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can connect with both of us uh, at the Spice Life Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, if you want to send any emails, any Betty White pictures for Luke, you can send them to www. <laughs> or just send them to the Spice well, Life Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Or send them to the Duke underscore Spicer on Instagram or Luke Spicer on Facebook. And um, I don't fucking ever check Twitter anymore anyway. So. <laughs> Betty White photos, please, for Luke. We are going to talk about it next on Thursday, though, but that Bellator card in Italy just got a lot better. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Or Thursday. Fuck. I don't even know what the fucking day of the week is anymore. Time change fucked you up. I'm leaving.